Welcome to the long and short of the week ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined today by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome back, Neil. It's great to have you here with us again. Thanks very much, Matt. It's great to be here. So as we're looking into the week ahead, I think there's diverging factors from a from a geographic perspective, but also from a market theme perspective. As you look into the week ahead, what is it you're going to be looking at? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Matt. As we move into another complex week uh, for global macroeconomics and for global markets, uh, there are a couple of key points or key areas of interest for us. Firstly, on the data front, we'll pay close attention to uh, the Eurozone Centix Investor Confidence for April. That's released on Monday. And with the impact of the Russia-Ukraine situation likely weighing heavy on consumer and business sentiment, and of course, the added uh, economic threat of Russia terminating German gas supplies at the end of this week, uh, it'll be an interesting fact to see the evolution of this series uh, with markets expecting a further deterioration. Uh, in the US, uh, we get the services ISM on Tuesday uh, with consumption holding firm in the US uh, as a function of a very tight labor market. Uh, services ISM uh, will likely be a key barometer of economic sentiment in the US and of any potential impact of inflation on the forward-looking activity surveys. Uh, and then in China, uh, we get the Kaixin uh, services PMI on Wednesday. Uh, that's uh, after a three-day holiday in China. Uh, and this will be uh, the last in a string of very disappointing PMI data from China as uh, uh, COVID, uh, and notably uh, the official zero COVID policy, dent activity and sentiment in the near term. And now these data prints are likely interesting in their own right, uh, but also interesting in highlighting uh, the different dominant factors uh, in the main global economic regions at the moment. Uh, Russia, Ukraine in Europe, uh, inflation in the US and COVID in China uh, and the different policy implications uh, as a result. And secondly, on that note, we get some important speakers next week uh, from the Bank of England uh, after uh, Deputy Governor Broadbent suggested markets should be less reliant uh, on bank communication last week. Uh, we hear from Governor Bailey on Monday uh, and Chief Economist Hugh Peel on Thursday. Uh, both will be keenly watched uh, for any inference on the current UK growth policy inflation debate. Uh, and where the crossover between the policy tightening to mitigate the structural supply shifts uh, and the implications of energy and tax inflation on consumer activity and thus growth uh, occur. Uh, now, in the Eurozone, uh, we also get the ECB chief economist uh, and likely uh, key ECB policy architect, uh, Philip Lane. Now, last week, Mr. Lane uh, was more dovish than expected, uh, certainly more dovish uh, than market pricing. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see if he offers any nuance or caveat uh, to the uh, inflation threat uh, that the Europe faces uh, and whether markets pay attention if he doesn't. Then finally, we get the minutes from both the Fed uh, and the ECB uh, policy meetings uh, from March. Uh, the March FOMC saw rates raised 25 basis points, uh, with a further uh, 25 basis point rate hikes at all of the 2022 meetings uh, as the median projected path in the updated dots. Uh, Fed speakers' indications since have been more hawkish. Uh, with expectations of 50 basis points uh, at the May and June meetings now, central market expectations, uh, and also uh, 100 billion per month balance sheet reduction uh, is also 
from May. Uh, now, it will be uh, interesting uh, to uh, to get a feel for a bias uh, in the minutes uh, and any alternative dovish, hawkish uh, rationales, uh, as well as any commentary on the growth trade-off, uh, given the debate about curve inversion. Uh, ECB minutes uh, will also be closely watched for signs of divergence on the governing council uh, in this growth inflation debate, uh, certainly given the greater uncertainty surrounding uh, the Russia-Ukraine situation. Uh, any inference on the bias uh, for Q3 asset purchase pace uh, and also any inference uh, about uh, policy preferences uh, on the pace um, and magnitude of increments uh, in the eventual policy normalisation from the ECB. Thank you, Neil. An interesting week ahead for us in markets and from a macro perspective. In the meantime, though, uh, we have the weekend. So what have you got your eye on this weekend? Absolutely. Yeah, we certainly do. Uh, so, uh, you know, first up football um, and into the close of this week, uh, we get the World Cup draw for um, uh, the Qatar November-December tournament this year. 29 out of 32 teams are now qualified uh, with England in pot one, Wales and Scotland still to qualify. So still time to get your Panini sticker album up and running. There is also a full premiership calendar after the international break. Uh, cricket uh, and England face Australia in the Women's ICC World Cup final on Sunday. That should be a fascinating affair. Uh, Formula One gets a week off uh, before the Australian Grand Prix next weekend. Uh, but the big focus for me, my favourite event of the sporting calendar, potentially rivaling the Six Nations at least, uh, it's the US Masters Golf. Not this weekend, uh, but starting on Thursday, live from Augusta National uh, and hints of an appearance uh, by Tiger himself. Uh, can't wait. Fantastic. An action-packed weekend and a lot to look forward to uh, in the week ahead as well. Well, thank you, Neil, once again for joining us and for sharing your thoughts on the week ahead. For our regular listeners, don't forget also to look at the weekly blog written by Neil, which can be found on horizonsljcapital.com forward slash insights. Thanks very much, Matt. It's been a pleasure. Information, data and views were accurate as at the time of recording. The views expressed by presenters are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Horizon SLJ Capital, Horizon Capital, or the Intesa San Paolo Group. The information and opinions contained in this recording are for information purposes only and do not purport to be full or complete. The recording is directed at professional investors only and is not intended for and should not be relied upon by other investors. Information in this recording does not constitute an offer to buy, sell, or the solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities and or any derivatives.